Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud Good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and... The Concrete Gang are bringing you a special recording that took place at the Palace Hotel to raise money for 3CR. And uh, Colin and Stringbean, you were both there. It was a great day out, and uh, the show went a treat. Indeed, it did. Fantastic to see the uh, Concrete Gang originals. Indeed. And uh, I, for one, had a very pleasant day, and I'm sure everybody who attended had a lovely day too. A really good day. And we're going to have another one next year to keep raising money for 3CR. So great to learn some history of the show and to meet some of the original uh, radio DJ uh, stars <laughs> and, um, and, and how things change. Quite a fascinating bunch of guys. And some things don't change. Pregnant pauses are still very much part of the show. So now let's cross to the gorilla doing the intros and enjoy the concrete gang from the Palace Hotel. All right, listen, uh, first of all, thanks for everyone turning up today. It's a fantastic effort on your RDO. We appreciate it. It's all about the concrete gang, community radio. We're here to make some money for community radio. We've got a few of the old, old blokes that started off here today that's going to be on the radio. And, oh, we're going to light the cake now, aren't we? Oh, this could take hours. Um, anyway, I the old blokes are up to blow it out. We'll be here for weeks. But anyway... So we're, yeah, right. Oh, you'll get your chance yeah, in right, Just right. shut up. So, look, uh, thank everyone for turning up, and uh, it's great effort. And it is about community radio, about community helping the community out. Uh, we also like to make a few thank yous. First of all, the band again. Um, JD Cats are coming, uh, giving us their time again. They've been a fantastic support of the Concrete Gang. So give it for the JD Cats. Admit, it is popular demand. We don't just get you back because we're not paying you. We get you back because everyone wants you. 
And we haven't got a we haven't got a, a, um, a prize for your label. We've got a t-shirt for you also. When you wear that, you'll get shot like the rest of us. But anyway, <laughs> so um, that's the Jody Katzen being great supporters. Also, uh, we'd like to thank the pub with Mark Marks here. Uh, they put the turn on every year. They uh, they also put all the food on, which will be ready in a minute. They put the food on for nothing, and they also donate a thousand dollars. So to Mark, uh, thanks, mate. And Open for you to put on your wall. So when you put that up, no one will drink in your pub again, mate. Okay. <laughs> Good luck with that, mate. Good on you, mate. And that's about community. They, they help us out, we help them out. So the more you drink today, the more they'll make, and everyone's happy, so it's all good. Uh, who else we got to thank? We're not thanking this shit cutter, mate. The cake, he charged us 650 bucks. Hey, you better blow all that too, it's a bit of a catch fire. Right on, boys, that's your job. Happy birthday to Concrete. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Concrete Gang, happy birthday to you. Billy, So we'll hand over you, Roth and the boys. Right, though, we're going to start the show. We're recording. Okay, welcome to the Concrete Gang, Bright Eyed Bushy Tail, brought to you from the Palace Hotel in salubrious South Melbourne. Good morning to our guests, starting next to me, Ian Bolton, Paul Kamasaroff. Phil Court and Bobby Mancourt, who were originals in starting this show 40 years ago. Now, let me just say, you look at the Concrete Gang uh, at this stage of its existence, you've got uh, a broken down, a couple of riggers, a broken down scaffolder, and Buzzer could never make up his mind what he is, but. We look back at these gentlemen. Ian went on to become a uh, senior inspector with the Department of Labor and then WorkSafe. Yeah, one of the best. Uh, in the days when uh, people actually tried to have a go. Paul uh, left the construction industry and has gone on to a uh, quite illustrious career in academia. In fact, he is Professor Paul. Commissario. You can't pick it either, can you? Next comes the Phil Court, who was, among other things, a DLI inspector. He's done quite a number of things. And Phil now has, um, shall we say, discovered something almost as good as the concrete gang, and that's the church. Hey, the Reverend Phil Court. Yeah. I asked him to wear the collar, but I think he's off duty at the moment. And at the end, Bobby Mancor, who had a very long career in the uh, construction industry and has managed to come out the other end and is enjoying retirement. Lucky. Well done, Bobby. Can I, can I just bring back a few old memories quickly? 
Good morning and welcome to the Concrete Gang, the program of the Builders Labourers Federation, brought to you in 3CR Community Radio Melbourne. Some things never leave your head even after 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, Bob. The situation is that this show has been going for 40 years and it has been, well, it's a success just to keep going for 40 years and I think, without fear of contradiction, we are the longest running show on Australian radio and probably one of the longest running shows anywhere in the world. What went wrong? <laughs> Surely people don't get up every Sunday morning, or as they do now, podcast, and listen to the Concrete Gang, but it seems to be the case that we uh, certainly have a very uh, loyal group of supporters who come down and throw their money in to help 3CR, and we've kept 3CR going for 40 years, and that is something that is definitely a lot more worthwhile than maybe the Concrete Gang. Brilliant? When it started, it was... As bad as rough as you could get, wasn't it? Didn't have a studio, didn't have any permanent uh, arrangements in place. 3CR had just been granted the license and we we're trying to make it up as we went along. Uh, roughly, that was true. At, at the time, we were actually out in Armadale, the um, Radio 3CR. It was just a single studio and we didn't really have facilities for making things live. So what we did, we went round to somebody's house and we, we done it there. And the only member of the Concrete Gang with a house and the tape recorder was Bill. So he got the gig. <laughs> so we used to go round to his house once a week and we'd all do our little bit and uh, then we would take the, the tape up to Armadale and it would go to air. So that was the start. And we go to air, um, and we make it up as we went along, didn't we? We were alive. We, we were um, just after the Turkish workers um, um, program, and we'd be fiddling with the with the tape recorders, and there'd be long pauses. And I remember at one stage there was a long pause, and then Phil said, um, "You're listening to 3CR," and then he said, "Well, I suppose you've worked that out <laughs> from the back, but there was a 30 second silence." <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> but Phil, uh, you had the tape recorder. Would have been an old uh, reel-to-reel, wouldn't it? Uh, no, it was. I think it was just a cassette recorder. To tell oh. you the truth, it was. Oh, it was, it was in the twentieth century then. Yeah, it was. It was very basic. Um, and one of the disadvantages I think of um, having a house as a recording studio was I was the host, so I always had to have a fridge rather full by the end of the, uh, end of the recording session, but uh, that was okay. Yeah. Actually we had both the cassette recorder and the reel-to-reel and we had to dub what we wanted from the cassette recorder onto the reel and that took hours and hours and hours so you get it, you know, you do it and it didn't like it, you have to go backwards and forwards. And we also went out to work sites with the cassette recorder to record what people on the job were thinking and that was you know, that took a lot of time. It was hard you to wait outside. There's all sorts of um, industrial issues. But then when we got the material back, we had to select, you know, a, a, a choice sentence here and there. It was really time-consuming. One of the first things we had to do was to find a name for the program. It didn't already have a name, and I remember us sitting around and discussing what on earth we were going to call this 
radio program from the BLF. And, um, and we just decided the concrete gang was about as basic and as concrete as you could get. And I think we also might have started the, uh, the, the, the tradition of finishing the show by saying, um, dare to struggle, dare to win. If you, you don't, don't fight, fight you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the concrete gang. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had another, another um, title, another name for the program before we chose it, Concrete Gang, because it was the time that concrete pores were being broken. And one of our ideas was concrete pores. And then people thought, well, you could think of pores as in animal pores, and that didn't really sound very good. They sent the wrong message. So we tried, we went for concrete gang. Alright, so how long did you blokes uh, continue with the show? Because there has been 40 years, it's been a bit hard to catch up with everybody. I mean, there's a few apologies. Georgie Desperado, Georgie Despard, the uh, poet Laurie Keith, is uh, dealing with a few uh, medical issues today. He's got a whole lot of doctor's appointments he couldn't get out of. <laughs> and uh, uh, Dominic Amato is another regular on the show, and he's uh, had a, a death in the family, so he hasn't been able to get here. But it, it stuck, to find some kind of continuity is a bit hard because all you blokes are a little bit short of memory. Is that right, Bobby? <laughs> right. Uh, I harassed you numerous times on the phone to try and get some continuity of the people. Well, well, look, I'm short of brains and people who know me wouldn't disagree with that, but I, the memory's not that bad. These three folk started off with another fella that you were trying to remember. There was four of you, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah anyway, and then what happened was... Uh, they did it for about six months, and uh, then what happened, uh, the great Johnny Cummins, myself, Mick Young, and uh, when he was able, uh, Angus McCall, when he wasn't, uh, <laughs> when he wasn't blind, uh, and, and, and not from lack of sight, if you, anybody who knows Angus, and I say that with respect, he was one of the great characters of the industry, where Angus would come along and Georgie would come along and... Uh, um, uh, Rex McLean, uh, do you, any of you remember Rex McLean? Rex McLean was a scaffolder, went down with the bridge, and Rexy would come along and sing. He was a very, very good country singer in the old Australian style. And uh, Rexy would come along, Georgie would come along, and it was, it was all like ad hoc, a lot of it. Rexy would come along on a Sunday morning, I won't go on too long, I've got a bad habit, but it's a nice story, you'd like it. He'd come along, he'd be shaking like a leaf, and uh, he'd bring out the old cheap guitar that he'd got back from the op shop the night before or whatever, and uh, he'd be shaking, and he'd have a, a, he'd have a, a, a half of uh, Bundy, he wouldn't drink it straight, he'd put it into a shot glass and drink it, and he'd just steady up immediately, tune up and sing a song. You know, there was great stories like that, and it was a magical time and a great time of learning for myself. And uh, I don't know how much we taught others, but uh, anyway, it was a very good time. And the continuity was so good. And Ian was the one who was the uh, who was in both both uh, in both the uh, both the first and the second competition. I used to pick Rex up. He, he used to live in a boarding house in St Kilda. And I'd always go to pick him up because he wouldn't come up alone. <laughs> and he pulled three long necks out from under the bed <laughs> in the middle of the summer and he'd drink them by the time he came to the studio. And he'd say, do you want to drink? 
Not Norway. It's so good that we've moved on from those days. That is not necessarily always the case. But anyway, the Convert Gang has continued to go for uh, 40 years now, and I would think, without fear of contradiction, it has, I reckon, hardly missed the program, except yeah, over Christmas each year. And there would be some people out there who have probably been listening for nearly all of that 40 years. And uh, Donnie Ward, who isn't here today, but Donnie Ward was uh, someone who used to record it on his cassette recorder every week. Unfortunately, all those cassettes aren't necessarily uh, being uh, safeguarded for future. I'm not sure why people in the future would want to listen to it all, but never mind. It's uh, a case of we have got some shows, we've got some uh, recordings of come over, playing such uh, musical delights as a little bit of sugar makes the medicine go down and people complain about my music. Never mind. We're going to keep moving. Some of the show uh, that we've had uh, over the years have included some uh, other live musicians. Uh, we've had uh, all sorts of people come in, football, uh, champion footballers, boxers, and we've even had uh, Mark Hunter come in and do a live-to-air version of the Westgate Bridge song. So over the years we've kept it pretty good, but there must have been a few hairy moments in the early days when it wasn't quite uh, as uh, safe as it is maybe today. Well, we always ended up making a program, but I think it is something special, something going for 40 years. And 3CR was the first community radio station in Australia, and it was just a marvellous thing getting a radio station up where you could actually speak your own mind and not be run by Rupert Murdoch or any of the mass media. And this was the whole of 3CR, and they had, a, they had the Warfies program on, they had the Plumbers program on, they had a million different programs on that were all putting out their own opinion and not the opinion of the mass media. Yeah, yeah. And of course, when you do that, you come under big attacks from those people who don't like it. They don't like the workers to tell their own side of the story. So I was on the committee at 3CR, and we went up before the broadcasting tribunal three or four times when they complained against 3CR, tried to take the license office, and one time, it was something as simple as a book, a serial that was being run on 3CR called The Outcasts of Fulgara, which was a Frank Hardy book. And the outcasts of Fulgara were the midnight men who used to pick up the dustbins. And they were outcasts because when they come into the pub, they stunk. So nobody would come near them. So it was very like the outcasts in the Bible. And um, Archbishop Little complained that it was blasphemous, even though this book had been around years. And we were told by the Broadcasting Tribunal we had to go in and see Archbishop Little. So we went in, um, as myself and the secretary, and he says, what are you doing putting this stuff on? That's literature. Don't you like literature? And he said, well, I don't mind literature. He says, but I've got a lot of people complaining about it, so I've got to do something about it. And I said, well, we're going to keep playing it. 
and that was it. And he was quite nice and friendly, and there was just somebody being complaining, he had to do something about it, and he copped it sweet. But we were always under attack. And we took very seriously the concept of community radio. So, um, as Rob said, lots of people came into the studio. So, over the years, thousands of people must have participated in this program. We went out, we recorded stuff on the job, we got people in, we had live music. So, it was really people from, from the community speaking to the community. And I think that was its great strength, maybe why it's been able to survive. That and talking shit. But anyway, the uh, the show has kept going. I think we're probably getting to the stage now where we've actually entered the 21st century because we're now podcasting. It was always a bit of an issue around the uh, the show that we would make it easy for people who want to record things to actually have access to what was getting said on the show. Because either that or have a lawyer sit with us every day and uh, make sure we didn't. Put make any libelous statements because in the end it's through the R of Coptus, not rather than the uh, than the concrete gang. Because we don't exist, we've got various non-diplumes of course. But uh, that does bring me to that issue. As I understand it, it has always been part of the concrete gang that no one was ever known by their real name. So would you gentlemen like to tell us what your names were? Mario, Bruce, Joe, Willie, because I had a Kelpie dog called Willie that I really liked. My name was Mario because it fitted in with the multiracial aspect of the, the building trade. A Mario with a Scots accent. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was Italian. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Camo was Harold. Yes, and, uh, uh, and for the blokes that have been around a long time, he was—he was—he called himself Harold Silks after a boss from EA Watts whose name was Harold Wilkes. He was a total prick. So <laughs> John, John was a bloke who knew how to play games, so he became Harold Silks. And, uh, I reckon Harold Wilkes would have sure. He's dead and gone now, and he would have shriveled up everybody Sunday morning. Uh, right on, so the Concrete Gang has maintained that tradition, yeah, so good. at this stage the gang includes the Gorilla, Springbean over here, Buzzer, Colin, otherwise known as Rabbit, and uh, of course the only person who doesn't have a non diploma is the person who actually keeps us on air and in some kind of reasonable order, and that's Annie. And Annie looks after the panel and makes sure that every week we actually do have a show that goes to air. And maybe that wasn't quite as uh, predictable in the old days, Phil. <laughs> well, Ian was the one who used to do all the technical stuff, as well as uh, being one of the DJs. Uh, yeah, you did a fair bit of it. Yes, it was, it was pretty touch and go at times. Pretty touching. I certainly could have done with Annie in 1976. <laughs> well, the only technical work I done was I used to maintain the tower behind the Collingwood Town Hall. So you'd climb up there and take a few bolts out, and if any were rusty, you'd replace them. And if there was any rust in the tower, you'd paint it. And that, we, we went up there without any safety arms or anything. Those days, because we were rigorous and scuffled, that's, that's the way things worked. 
And uh, Ian's also an ex-seaman, so he had all the tickets that you'd need. Not not in there, but up here. And I just want, just before I, I shut up, I want to encourage everybody. I've been a member of 3CR when I've been living in Victoria. If you become a member of 3CR, you keep it going. You don't have to listen to every program, but we are in dire need of getting uh, working class opinions across the air and working class and opinions of all the, the downtrodden and the people who treat it like uh, crap, I'll say. So it's, it's very good to keep as a member of 3CR as well as contributing to the Concrete Gang. And also I would like to uh, congratulate the people who do the Concrete Gang now for having keep, uh, keeping it uh, going for so long. Well done, boys. Kamo would be very proud of you. And it's 10 years since Kamo's gone this year, so it's very important we remember that. Well, the truth of the matter is that uh, during uh, Kamo's ill health, there was a particular show that will go down in history because it didn't exist. We recorded it three times, I think, and somehow or another it never actually recorded. We had to go and do the show live. Uh, yeah, it wasn't me. Uh, but the situation is that we have kept to the recording uh, format, which has managed to uh, sort of keep us in front of the lawyers and the, and the police, etc. But we are now podcasting. It does add a new dimension. You don't have to listen to the music because that's not part of the podcast. But we're also looking to increase our interaction with people out there and one of the things we're going to do, aren't we Stream Dean, is we're going to have a blog. So we can actually produce some feedback so that people who listen to the show can in fact respond to what's going on on the show. Good stuff. So hopefully in the future we will be doing shows not only from here but from all around the place and putting them out to as many people as possible by a range of medias. So boys, we might just uh, finish the show. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. And I'm fine. Fine. Good morning from the concrete and thanks to our guest, Liam Carl-Sorrento. Thank you very much. Righto, we're now going to go out. You've had the Dare to Struggle. We will see you all again next year at the Palace Hotel for another fundraiser for Community Radio 3CR. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.